So, Rose, in our series that we've been going through for this last little while, it's been called Everyone Gets to Play, and our real um, heart for this series has been like, there's all these different ways that God calls us to be involved in his kingdom. We've talked about everyone gets to play in the kingdom of justice, everyone gets to play in creativity, everyone gets to play in spiritual gifts, we were talking about that a couple of weeks ago. Um, and one of the ways that we get to play in Jesus' kingdom is sharing the good news of who Jesus is, and I know that this is what makes Rose's heart beat faster um so i thought these guys are perfect to come and um, get us playing and get our imaginations and our hearts and our spirits fired up in that domain so we're just going to hand over to you guys and um let you take this away as you like there's a microphone here cool and uh, over to you all right well it's lovely to be back and see some nice faces and some new faces um do i have to bend down like this or can i this is okay <laughs> Okay, no, this will be fine. Um, so on a Sunday evening, Ali and I do this thing, worship from the attic, because in, in our house, out of it, there's an attic, and we go online with Facebook, and so we generally gel together as we're doing it. You might not think so tonight, who knows? <laughs> but it's on Facebook, so people join us, and they write their prayer requests, they give testimonies, if God's given them a word, they, they write it out, and we speak it out. Or if there's somebody wants us to pray about something, they write it in, right? And we pray for them. So guess what? This is going to be, vir- it's not virtual, but this is going to be in-house Facebook time. So if anyone's got a word as we're talking, a scripture comes to mind, a testimony that you want to share with other people, then you're welcome to come. Come and chat with me and we'll, we'll open up the mic because we don't want to go to church. We are the church, right? Amen. Let's just pray. Pray. Do you want to pray? Okay. All right. Father, <laughs> it's great to be back in All Saints Packham. So good to be family and meet new people and see old faces. And Holy Spirit, we just give this time to you. Come and invade it. We give our hearts to you tonight. What does that mean? <laughs> it means that we just say, Come. Here I am. I stand at the door and knock, Jesus says in Revelation 3:20. God, we want to open up the door and say, Come in tonight. Come in tonight teach us more about you and how to share your good news because you are good news and we collectively say we love you we love you father we love you jesus and we love you holy spirit amen amen okay so um just jotted down a few notes and i'm not going to do a preach just going to chat because i think i'm looking around the room and i know that you guys know what i'm going to be saying most of you some people i don't know but what is the good news so we're just going to open that up obviously it's jesus came fully man and fully God to the earth he walked around he died on a cross why did he do that yeah he died on a cross so that he could take your sin my sin the things that we've done wrong on his body and he died and he came back to life again and so if we put our trust and our faith in him we can have eternal life And we can get to know who Father God is. This is the good news. But it doesn't just stop there. Not the fact that he defeated death and he defeated sin so that you can live the fullness of knowing Christ, but the fullness of life as well. He went to heaven to do what? To send Holy Spirit to each one of us. Hallelujah. (laughs) So what you get is the Holy Spirit living inside of you. That's how we know we're Christians, right? Because we're marked, we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. And um, when you start giving him out, when you share your faith with people or you do good, 
you want to keep getting topped up. So tonight we're hoping that you're going to be topped up in Jesus' name through the worship, through testimony, through you guys bringing a scripture. Let's go on a little bit. So, yeah, we've just chatted about some stuff. We get eternal life. Amen. Come on. Why would you not want to be a Christian? I just don't get it, right? It's your ticket to heaven, for starters. Your sins get forgiven. Any shame, any guilt that you've got, you just give it to Jesus. He says, I've died for that. What else? You get joy. Come on now. Yeah, it's so cool to be a Christian. The fullness of life today. Um, and the Holy Spirit inside of you. I think you guys had a, a team come and you've been doing some work about what is Holy Spirit, what are the gifts of the Holy Spirit, right? Miracles, healing, prophecy, evangelism. If you've got a pastoral you know, gift, come on, bring it on. You know, This is exciting that you can engage with the God of heaven. So it's not just saving you from something, it's saving you into something. But there is a cost. And I don't know if many of you know about that cost. So the Bible says, you know, it's not going to be an easy walk. It says, you've got to pick up your cross and follow me. Sometimes that's about denying what you want and following Jesus. Sometimes in other countries, it's quite hard to do that. And people have to really count the cost. In fact, there was somebody who used to live here. I don't know if she still does. that had to count the cost. She was a Muslim, became a Christian. And she got kidnapped and, um, and gone from this, from London to um, Northampton this is in our lifetime this is real stuff that happens she had to count the cost because she didn't deny Jesus and some of us know who that is but you know it's really worth it it is really really worth it yeah and so why don't we take a moment for those of us that know Jesus just think about the first time that you said yes to him where were you what happened how did it make you feel was your heart rushing? Did you have lots of questions? Did you just go, I'm all in God? I wonder what that was like for you. Hmm. I was 10 years old. I was at something called Spring Harvest. And this woman was standing on a stage and she gave the gospel message and my heart raced. And I was one of the first that stood up and I said, I want you, Jesus, in my life. Never looked back. Started up the Christian Union. Did all sorts of things. God is good. And I'm sure that you guys have got testimonies and we want to hear them tonight. We want to hear them tonight. Uh, Some other reasons why it's so good to share Jesus. Father's love. For God so loved the whole world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. That's amazing right there. God loves you so much, no matter what you've done, what you haven't done, what your dreams are, what they're yet to become. So revel in his love tonight as we start singing. Um, I love the fact that Jesus forgives us. You know, the woman at the well, you know that story. And the woman caught in adultery. There's so many, isn't there? They wanted to stone her. You know that story? It's amazing. God is amazing. And also, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, like we said earlier, Pentecost. You can have that tonight. We can pray for you. You don't need us to pray for you. You just say, God, do it. And he'll do it. Just be real with him. Um, The other things that we love is being set free. 
Sometimes people carry around um, demonic in them, evil spirits, they're real. Jesus can set you free from those things. Also patterns, a way of thinking, strongholds in our lives. Jesus sets us free from those things. This is good news, good news. And we've seen many people be set free. And then you're an overcomer. That's what the Bible says. Amen. You're an overcomer. But there's, um, I don't know about you, but I've shared the gospel with a lot of people who haven't accepted it, don't want it. And here's some of the reasons. Fear of man, fear of what their families would say, fear of what their friends would say, their work colleagues would say. They've counted the cost and they don't want to do it. The luxuries of this life, you know, the rich young ruler, he turned away from Jesus to me. He has so much wealth. He didn't want to follow him. The desires of this world. <laughs> don't know what your desires are. But it's so good to know Jesus. He's more desirable than whatever you desire. He's the best thing. Hardness of heart sometimes. You know, we read about the Pharisees. They talk to Jesus face to face, but their hearts were hard. They're actually speaking to Jesus face to face. Saw him do miracles. Saw him feed 5,000 people and they still didn't follow him. That's just mad right there, right? Yeah. And also, our heads get in the way. Faith is a heart thing. <laughs> so it doesn't matter about intelligence. It's good to study the Bible. But don't let your head get in the way tonight. Let your heart connect with Jesus and allow faith to rise. There are lots of other things that get in the way. Sometimes the opposite sex. <laughs> in the wrong relationships and things like that so you can just check yourselves even as I'm speaking I don't know if anything's come up for you guys but I just uh, share a testimony and I thought I'd do a London testimony and this was when I first came to London I didn't have a um, city mapper do you remember city mapper yeah it's not that it's Google now isn't it or Apple phones but I, my phone was so old I couldn't use City Mapper, so I used to have to ask people the whole time oh is this the right bus to get on like I hadn't got a Scooby Doo like you know where I was going and I had to be for my work at CBRE which is a large property firm in central London and um, so I got on the bus I don't know if you, if you might remember this story and um, it was not a very good day it started pouring down with rain but there wasn't many people on the bus and I remember thinking, I've got an hour to get to CBRE. I'm just going to do my fact-finding and a few notes while I'm on the journey, right? Use the time wisely. And as I got on there, there was a, a Sikh guy, an older man, sat on the chair adjacent to me on the bus. And I felt the Lord say, I want you to talk to him. And I was like, no way. I've got to prepare for this meeting. I'm not going to be talking to this guy. Anyway, I just, it just you know, the niggle just won't go away. That's how you know you're a Christian, right? The Holy Spirit lives in you. And I just turned. I thought, I don't know what to say to him. He's an older man, you know. So I just I, I looked over and he caught me and he just grinned. And I just smiled back and then he shuffled along. You know, and I thought, oh gosh, I'm not going to be able to get out of this. So I was like, okay, put my like work folder away. And I said, oh, hi. Anyway, cutting a long story short. He used to live in India, and I had a year there, so we did Namaste, Abkaiser, hey, you know, we had a little chat, and he was like, oh, very good, and then he went on to talk, and I was like, I don't know so much, and he, then he shared with me, he just arrived in London, his wife died, his two kids work over here, live here, and they want their dad with them, but he didn't know anyone, 
very much. So he would used to travel on the bus a lot to get around. But then he started telling me about his Sikh temple and all the really brilliant things that that religion does. Because I was like, Lord, what do you want me to say? Well, you know, I'm listening to him and I'm saying, what do you want me to say? Because I don't really know how to connect with this older man who's Sikh. And he just said, listen to him. Listen listen to this guy so I was like oh that's really great you know they do a lot of good work for the homeless um, and then I got the opportunity to say that I'm a Christian and he was like oh very good like he, he said I thought there was something about you and I was like and then I shared about all the different things that all Saints Peckham were doing I was like I'm part of this excellent church they do a lot of work in the homeless and well, I can't remember all the time and he was like that's amazing so we're just sharing about our different religions and then he looked at me And the other thing to say is, because it started to really, really rain, the bus was getting filled with more and more people. So now we're both sat on the edge of the bus, you know, with people next to us. And people were listening in, as you do on on those buses. And he just said to me, um, you know, Rosie, he called me, there's something that um, I've never got about your religion. I was like, okay, what is that? And he said, how is it that you call Jesus God when he's man? So I was like, oh, Mr. Singh. <laughs> and it's like the bus went quiet. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, don't let me get this wrong. I was like, Mr. Singh, this is, this is one of the best questions you could have asked me. And he was like, well, what's the answer? You know, he said, okay. And I was like, well, it's really, really simple. And I just explained to him that Mary was a human being, but she got impregnated by the Holy Spirit. The Bible says Holy Spirit came over her, overshadowed her. So that's how Jesus can be fully God and fully human because she's human and then the Holy Spirit impregnated her so she was able to give birth to a God-man. It is a miracle, Mr. Singh. And he just went, like it's like his jaw drop like and you could hear like murmurs around you type thing and I thought I hope I've done you proud God and um and I said listen I've really got to get off because you know what it's like on the buses in London when it's raining every like it was slow slow and I'm like I'm gonna be late for this meeting at this you know posh um property firm and I thought I if I run I might just be able to make it so I said I've got to get off at the next stop so he said and he got off with me and he grabbed my hand he said oh Rosie oh Rosie and I said ask Jesus into your life ask him into your life now I don't know if he did or not like he was just you know how hard is it for someone who's been seek all their lives to accept Jesus but I gave him a little tract because that's who I am. I carry these things around with me. And I, um, I said, I will pray for you as we left. I ran so hard to get to the CBRE place. And I, to be honest, I haven't got a clue where I was going. I'm new in London. I'm banging into people. My umbrella was inside out. And I looked like a drowned rat when I turned up. I turned, like, it's really, really posh. And I walked in. And I was like, I know. <laughs> and, and I said, I'm here to meet the Christian group in CBRE. And I'm like, okay. And um, they took me through. And they were all waiting for me. And they were all suited and booted. And they looked very smart. And I went, I'm really, really sorry I'm late. But I said, can I just tell you what happened to me? So I shared this testimony very quickly. And they were very excited. And we all prayed for Mr. Singh to this day. I hope I get to see him in heaven. That conversation made him think. He didn't understand how God, how Jesus could be man and God. But it is so simple when you can logically, rationally explain it to someone, yes? 
And there's a bit in the Bible where Peter, in 1 Peter 3, I think it is, where it says, be prepared, be prepared to, to give an answer to the reason of your faith. When somebody asks you a question, would you know how to answer that question? So just be prepared. But to come full circle, because that would have been about 2017 when I first moved to London. And um, so this year, because of COVID, it's been quite hard to share faith because I'm normally talking to people as I'm going around, you know, I'm, you know, in public transport and stuff like that. Because um, I work for a Christian organisation, it's hard sometimes to connect with people that aren't Christian. So, if you, you know, God bless you if you're working for a secular organisation. It's exciting times, right? Anyway, talk to me after. So um, I uh, went back and I, I phoned up the Christians in CBRE and I said... Um, how's it going, you know, through COVID? What have you been up to? Thinking, you know, they'd probably say, oh, we couldn't really meet much and all of this. But I don't know about you in your workplaces, but because of lockdown, because they're not meeting in office, instead of meeting physically, they were able to meet online. Their group has expanded massively and they've run alpha courses online for their colleagues and they're seeing their colleagues come to faith in Jesus they're discipling them one-to-one through workplace and I so I'm like oh these are great success stories and I said what's your challenge and he said well actually our challenge is getting them into a local church because they feel that they don't need one because they're part of a Christian community in their workplace. They're getting all their questions answered about who Jesus is, why did he die, why did he come back to life again? And so that's a great challenge for this group to now go, but local church is really, really important. Like if someone lived in Peckham that worked there, you'd want them to come because you could get made redundant from your workplace, so you need to be grounded, don't you, in, in a local church. So I just thought I'd share two stories, one from when I first arrived in London, which just blew me away. Be prepared. Listen to Holy Spirit. What is he saying? And just be open. (laughs) And then the second one is, wherever you are, just give it to God and allow him to work through you in that workplace or at home or on your street. So we're going to share some more stories, some more ideas or things about how to share your faith as we get going. But I think it'd be really great to sing like, some songs now. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool, it's cool. But while, while you were talking, I, I got a, um, it reminded me of something that I'd done myself years ago. And I just wanted to share that if we can, quick testimony. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm naturally not... Um, I'm, I'm sort of introvert, you know, introvert. So it's not, I'm not like, a, yay, it's all party. So um, the idea of, I was praying one night on a Friday night and I was saying to God, I really want to reach people. You know, I want to, I want to, this whole evangelism thing. I don't know if any of you others feel this way. Sometimes you think, you struggle with it because you think, you know, I'm, I'm not one of these people who just go out to people on the street and talk to them and all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm, I struggle with it, I don't know if anyone's with me there, you know, so you kind of, but you know, you know, Jesus said, go into all the world, etc., etc. So I was like, God, how can I do this? You know, how can I actually, you know, myself? So I really felt God say, go and ask the, the manager at Costa Coffee in, in your town, whether you can just go there on a Friday night and, and play guitar and sing and, you know, and just do stuff, you know, for a couple of hours. So I was like, oh, okay. So you can imagine, that's quite scary, the idea of actually going down to Costa. And 
I remember standing in the line and everyone's ordering, you know, their mocker or, or, and it's getting closer and closer to the end. I can see him standing there, the manager standing there. And I was thinking, oh, when it gets to me, it's just going to be, you know, can I come in here and talk about God for, you know, every Friday night? So I just thought, well, that's what I heard when I was praying, so I'm just going to do it. So we got, got there and I just said, I, I don't know what happens here on a Friday night. I said, but would it be possible, you know, could I come here and just, you know, play, I don't have my guitar with me, but could I play my guitar and, and, and sing and, you know, we'll talk about God. I was quite upfront about it. I said, we'll talk about God as well, but we'll maybe sing some cover songs. We'll sing some Christian ones. And I was, and I was waiting for the you know, get out of here, or whatever he was going to say, you know, but he actually said, that'd be amazing. So he said, I'm actually, his actual words were, that'd be amazing, I'm, I'm searching myself. I couldn't believe it. So I was like, it, it, was, it was actually really bad. If it was a sales pitch, it'd be terrible, because I went, really? <laughs> like, I was more amazed than him, you know, so he was kind of like, I was like, yeah. he was like, yeah, I said, wow, that's, that's, that's crazy, that's amazing. So we to cut a long story short we started going in there on Friday nights in Costa Coffee of all places and you can hear the machine in the background and you're like you know it's a good good father or you're singing or you're singing like these well-known songs and that was all going on in the background and I kept thinking ah oh, nothing's happening here you know we're just playing and these people are coming in they're drinking coffee and nothing seems to be going on and we get people up on stools and get just like a couple of stools and we get them to share their testimony of just how they became Christians, how they came to know Jesus. There was nothing amazing or exceptional going on. It was just kind of songs, testimonies, you know. But I did notice as the weeks went on, it seemed like it was getting busier and busier on the Friday night. And so we start, I thought, well, maybe we can go and start talking to some of the people that are there. And we started talking to them and realized they were actually coming for the event, for what we were doing. So I was like, wow, are you actually coming here just for this? They said, yeah. I said, what, you love the music or whatever? Thinking, you know, and they're like, no, it's the testimonies. But I was like, right, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so I can't but, but yeah, but they, they, they came for the testimonies and they loved just to hear people share the good news about how they became a Christian in the first place, you know. And so it just struck me, you know, that it was, it's, it's good news. And, and I wasn't doing anything amazing. In fact, a lot of the time I was thinking bad things. Like when I was actually leaving one night, I was glad to tidy up. I was glad everyone had gone home. And I was actually thinking there's a kebab shop around the corner. I'm going to go there. I'm going to go home and watch, you know, I'm a celebrity or something like that. I'm just going to, that's it. And I was going out the door and someone tapped me on the shoulder. And he just said, um, I want to I wanna get saved. I said, what, now? <laughs> He's like, yes, right now. I said, and I, I literally thought, but I'm on the way to get a kebab. But, but then I just had to really check myself and think, okay, well, this is what you've been doing all of this. You know, so, so I literally prayed for him in the doorway of Costa. And he got saved, and he brought other people back, and then other people started getting saved. And what was born out of it in the end was a church. The church was actually just launched from it because people just started getting saved, you know, and started loving Jesus. So I know this is a long testimony, but it's just to say, you know, if you feel shy, if you feel introverted, you feel like, oh, I can't, you know, I don't know how to share. I think it's just like um, the feeding of the 5,000, God saying, no, what's in your hand? In my hand was a guitar, that's how I did it, you know, but, but what's, what's in your hand? You know, with you it might be something completely different, you know, free mathematics lessons or something, I don't know. I just, <laughs> I don't know who we got here and what your gifts are, but, um, but it's just obedience really, just ask God, he'll tell you what to do and 
maybe we've got another Costa type person here that can do it, who knows, but just thought I'd share that. But there's a longer reason for sharing it, is that what came over was the goodness of God, how good God is. That's what, that's what they loved, that's what they loved to hear, that what God's not an ogre, he's poking us with a stick from heaven, you know, enjoying all of our nasty experiences. No, actually, God's a good, good father, he's a good guy, he's, not, he's, he's a nice guy. They couldn't believe it, and he loves you, he accepts you just as you are. Really? Well, I'm a heroin addict, so what? <laughs> there was one guy who was a heroin addict, and he was, had all sorts of problems, and except he said yeah just as you are he accepts you but he loves you enough not to leave you that way so you know so this God you know it's the goodness of God and that's what we're going to sing about see that's a long way around wasn't it but you know but but the good good father and I just wanted to say that so let's just not just sing the words and like, oh you're good good father but actually just we have a God who's good our dad our father he's, he's, he's a good guy he could have been nasty he could have been anything he wanted to be really he's God he can just be oh, imagine if he was nasty it'd be terrible wouldn't it just you know just that one's annoyed me I'm just going to incinerate them or whatever but he doesn't you know he's, he's full of love and you're accepted by him so no matter how bad you feel tonight or about yourself in general you've got a God that loves you and that's it we could all go home now but, but let's just and just realise and thank God actually I think you know thank God for your life the fact you got to wake up today, you know, that hopefully you'll get to wake up tomorrow as well, you know, you get another day and just thank God for all the good things in our life. Just when I leave, this is one of my favourite verses. I've got so many favourite verses, but this one's entitled Shining as Stars. Do you love the stars? <laughs> We're out in the country now, you see them a whole lot clearer than you do in the city, right? But um, verse 14, it starts, do not, do not, do everything without complaining or arguing. Well, that's a, there's something for us there, but verse 15, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault, in a crooked and depraved generation, in which you, all of us here, shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. Holding out the word of life. We haven't really gone into a lot of how to share faith. We shared testimonies. We've gone into what the good news is. But you're a star. Hey, Dave, you're a star shining in the universe. So good to see you for my Alpha course in Hope Chat. I hope you've been encouraged tonight. It's been great to be back with you. Thank you, Ali and Rita, for, for singing and for the tech team. And we're going to be around for a bit longer if people want to come and pray. Um, otherwise, I'm handing back to Jenny.